Well, welcome back. This is Misty with the I Want to Know Christian Podcast, and I am joined today by... Pastor Glenda. Pastor Glenda. <laughs> All right, guys. We have a really good topic today. We're talking about hope, and not just hope as a, just a general hope. We're talking about, is there hope in these last days? Amen. I'm going to turn it over to you, Pastor Glenda. Go ahead and lead us off. Well, many people are out there, Misty, right now hurting. They don't know which way to turn. They, they, they feel it's useless, you know, even trying anymore. And I know you've probably been there before I have been. And these, even before these last days that we know we're in now, I mean, there were times that I just threw my hands up in the air and said, I, I just, I'm, I don't know what to do. But one day, I was down and depressed. And I heard these words from the Lord. Glenda, he said, my name is the God of hope. And I'm your only hope. And it shook me up so bad. But I wouldn't know till two days later when I was reading my Bible. And I found Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you in all joy and peace. See, I needed joy and I needed peace. Like, oh my gosh, I needed it so bad. As you abound in hope, that means by the evidence of your faith, believing, don't giving up and not giving up on what you have put faith in and believing for. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit's power that's working in you. Now, here it is. Well, let me, well, since that's your scripture, I actually want to add one of my own, if I can, interject here. Psalms 62, 5 and 6. So we're talking about the God of hope, right? Yes. It says, yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. That's a powerful, powerful verse. I'll tell you in Proverbs 13, 12, or 13, 13. No, it's 13, 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. See, you can actually get sick when you lose hope. But a desire fulfilled, in other words, what you're, what you're believing for, and when it's fulfilled, it's a tree of life. In Isaiah 40, 31. All you know this, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings of eagles and run and not grow weary and walk and not faint. Mm. That's what hope does when you put your hope in the Lord. Amen. You know, I like to think of it like this. This world is going crazy. I mean, I don't know what it is. I I can't recognize it anymore. Men pretending to be women, women wanting to be men, the indoctrination of children, Mm. uh, the stuff that that young, little children, uh, elementary age children are being exposed to, the amount of just the craziness, the the sheer (laughs) craziness. And all I can do, all I can do, Mom, is just look to God. Amen. And say, you are the God of hope. Yes. And so I'm putting my hope in you, and I'm putting my hope in the return of Jesus Christ. Right. Because if I didn't have that, if I didn't have that hope, I'd I don't, have nothing. 
I don't think I can handle this no. the, the mess that's going on in this world right now. Yes. Hmm. Hebrews 10, 23 is another good one, Misty. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. Again, what are you professing out of your mouth and believing in? Mm. For he who promised is, he's faithful. He's faithful. Amen. Right. And the one we all know, Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things, what? Hoped, hoped for. for. The evidence of things not seen. You know, that was something that I was kind of mulling around in preparation for today's podcast is that very phrase faith is the substance of things hoped for if you do not have hope there is no way that you have faith because faith gives substance to your hope but if you are hopeless then what how does that work (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't work you know hope is to cherish to desire with anticipation hope Misty is a powerful thing. I don't. Pe- I don't think people realize how powerful hope is. Right. It picks us up when we're down. It strengthens us. It reduces stress, and even lowers the risk of death. Now that's what hope does for you. So why would you not want to put your hope in the God of hope? Well, <laughs> I, and I understand that, and you and I know that. But when you're faced with what seems to be an, an unimaginable obstacle, the craziness that's going on in this world, I mean, how many times have you and I spoke to people, Mom, who says, I just don't know what to do. Yes. I don't know what to do. This is, well, oh, this is I've been there. I know you've been there. It's overwhelming. Yes. And here's the thing, though. You may ask yourself, well, how can you have hope? in the God of hope. How can you have put your hope in, in Jesus? That all comes from a relationship. I know I'm going there. I'm already just might as well just head on down yeah. the path. If you don't have a relationship or if you're full of that wrong thinking. Yeah. That mom is always talking about <laughs> uh, then you don't have a foundation. No. It's kinda like like Jesus talked about building a house on the sand. There's no foundation there. No. When as soon as a wind comes or a good through. wave, yeah, hurricane, you're gonna get destroyed. But if you're built on the rock, yeah, which is the love of God and trust in His Word, then you have something to place your hope on. Yes. Amen. Yes, that's good, Misty. Well, hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised, and its strength is in His faithfulness to do it. You know, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, this has always been one of my favorites, where He says, "I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "plans to prosper you, and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future." Hope is the precursor to faith, Misty. Faith is trusting in something that you cannot see. Hope is imagining that there is something there to believe and trust in. Mm -hmm. It's the belief of what could be. Hope redefines what is probable and opens the path to the impossible. Woo! 
Is that good? Well, why don't you explain that a little bit, Mom? Because I think you you even shot over my head with some of that. Why don't you break it down a little bit? Faith is trusting in something that you cannot see. Hope is imagining that there is something there to believe and trust in. You imagine it. You see it. You believe it. It's the belief of what could be. Hope redefines what's probable. It makes it real to you. It suddenly makes, it comes to life and it's real to you. It opens then the path for the impossible to happen. Right. Woo! Amen. Amen. So, yeah, it opens up new possibilities. Things that you may not have thought were possible. And and you realize that God, all things are possible. Yes, yes. There you go, Miss You know, I knew a lady one time whose husband left her. And he was a famous saxophone player. He played all over the country and, and before the president at that time and da 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 but they were separating and I never forgot this he'd come home he said to see get more stuff or whatever he was doing while he was on his path of leaving her anyhow here she'd have the table set for him and her everything just like it was when he was there she was doing it and believing Ooh, Ooh. she had hope and faith to believe that he was coming back. Amen. And Misty, you know what? They got back together. All right. Praise God. She stood in faith. Well, I think you've laid a good foundation for us in what hope is and what it can do. Mm -hmm. But like I said in the beginning of this, we really want to link now hope to what it can do for us in these end times. times. Yes. We are not without knowledge of the plan of God. Right? We've been given the word of God. And even Jesus said, you know, don't be deceived. I'm giving you the instructions so that you know what to expect. Yes. And so it's far easier to deal with and maintain your hope when you know what's coming when things make sense yes right? you have an understanding so let's talk about Matthew 24 for just a second this is when Jesus went up on the Mount of Olives and uh, he was talking about the, the temple and because you know, at that time the temple was beautiful they had all this inlaid gold and they said that the bricks were shine you know like marble and the light hit it just a certain way it was beautiful and Jesus said, there won't be one brick upon another. There will come a time right. when they will be thrown down. Yes. Jesus gives us an indication of what's happening. Yes. So let's break that down a little bit. Because, you know, we are in the end times. And it's what I'm doing today is, like I said, Matthew 24 is, so, is just a, an outline. We're going to be getting into more of questions out of the book of Daniel, out of the book of Revelation. If that's something that interests you, like the Whore of Babylon and um, the Antichrist and things like that. But this is sort of the, the foundation of that. This is very basic. The first thing it says is the beginning of the birth pains. So I'm trying to help you kind of identify here where we are in the scenario. And so, Mom, I'm asking you, as I go through this, do you think these things have happened? Okay? Mm-hmm. 
So at the beginning of the birth pains, it says many many will come will say that I am the Christ and lead people astray. Now <laughs> that can be people coming and saying I'm Jesus, which has happened. Yes. There's actually was there's actually been people that came and said they were Jesus and led people astray. People sold everything they had. Yes. It was a, a lot of people fell away because of because of that when it fell apart. But it can also say, many will say, I am the Christ, meaning he is the Christ, acknowledging Jesus as the Christ, but still lead people astray. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're, you're entering into the age of a lot of false teaching and things like that. Yes. So we know that goes on. R- wars and rumors of wars nation against nation, we know that's been going on for for ages, right? Famines, earthquakes in various places, that's not new. (laughs) And and more of it's coming. Yes. And we need to be prepared for that as we draw closer and closer to the beginning of the Great Tribulation. And then, those are just birth pains. That's kind of like if you ever had a a child, you know, you're familiar with Braxton Hicks contractions. It's where your body makes you think that you're going into labor, but it's, it's actually not labor. It's just a, a preparing for labor. Right. That's basically what that what the, all that is. It's false labor. Yeah. So then, after that, you then you've got pr- Christians persecuted. Now, that word persecuted there means hardships, difficulty, and trials. And Christians hated. Well, I don't know about you, but well, Christians have been persecuted for a long time. We're also, at this point, reaching a, a place where Christianity is pretty hated. Would you not agree yeah. with that? Oh, my. Oh, boy. I'm, I don't know. I've never seen such a time out like this, Misty. Well, I've heard somebody say there's more people that follow witchcraft right now than there are, like, Presbyterians or something like that. The the fastest growing religion right now is not Christianity. It's the Muslims. And you know, Mr. you can be out there and it's amazing to me how many people don't even know anything's going on. Right. I don't know how you cannot feel it. <laughs> so many people are just brainwashed yeah. by what's going on. It's kind of like the old frog in the pot theory. You know, if you throw a frog in a pot and you crank it up, he's going to jump out. But if you slowly turn up the heat, just gradually, little bits, little bits, little bits, what happens to the frog? Cooks. He cooks. Yeah. So things that are going on today would have never been even tolerated. They would have chased you out of town back in the (laughs) 60s and 70s, and that was the eras of free love. Now, now it's like okay we're about at the at the point where we're all cooked (laughs) isn't that right yeah because of all this many will turn away from the faith we're in a bit of a falling away right now i would say a big falling away a big falling away churches are closing their doors yeah and uh we false prophets will deceive many now that's something that I think we're going to be doing a podcast on false prophets and false teachers and, and things like that. There are a lot of people out there who proclaim to be a prophet and give you 
kind of stir up a lot of fear and anxiety over something that doesn't happen. Yes. If somebody is a prophet, what comes out of their mouth will come to pass. That's the test of a prophet. Would you agree, Mom? Yes. Being a prophet is Yes. Okay. There will be an increase in wickedness. Well, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, Mom. You think there's been an increase in wickedness? I think it's pretty evident, Misty. (laughs) Whew. I I, I see nothing but wickedness. Uh, The love of many will grow cold. Well, we know that. But here's the thing. If people are seeing all this, and they are, why would they want it? Why would they not want someone to help them out of this, to protect them in this? Why would they not, Misty? I mean, why would you want this wickedness you're seeing everywhere when you, when you yourself are, are probably so fearful to even get out and walk out of your house anymore. But see, that's not everybody is that is that way. A lot of people are walking around in a with blinders on. Yeah. The Bible would refer them as scales over their and eyes. And a lot are. But what about the ones that aren't? I mean, why would they not want, you know, to turn to God for help? Well, it refers to that whole scenario. I mean, this society in America was... Being Christian was synonymous with being American. The more God has been driven out of of America and of, out of other countries as well, the more people just just disassociate with it. You know, they they don't have any understanding. I mean, what does the Bible say? My people die, perish because of a lack of knowledge. You know, it's just like when one time when I had uh, I don't know what you call it, a vision or whatever, but. Where the this creature or beast or whatever it was pretty much told me that he was gonna de- gonna devour people who were not. Oh yeah, I remember that. That didn't have any knowledge, and that were uh, ignorant, and not ignorant in this in in the sense of like you, you know the negative root, ignorant of what was going on. Yes, and he is going to do that. People You're not gonna know what hit him. Right. So, I mean, all of these things that I've been going on, I've, I've read to you, is pretty much consistent. But here's what it, it has been going on. But here's what it says, and this is a really important. This is where we need to put our hope. It says, the one who stands firm will be saved. Yes, there it is. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> the one who stands firm yes, will be saved. Yes. If you have, if you are struggling to find a place to put your hope, to hang your hope, hang your hope on that. Yes. Be the one that stands. Yes. Don't accept what's going on in this world. Mm-hmm. This is evil. It is not of God. It is the exact, diametrically opposed version of God. Don't accept yeah. that into your into your heart into your home. That's right. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Just like I told you earlier, I watched a man on TV in this country show us how to put a chip in our hand that will tell everything about us. Mm-hmm. And people, he said people were calling him all over wanting that chip. Listen to me. Don't take that chip in your hand. I just don't understand it. Mm-mm. Because I was raised to know what the mark of the beast was. Yes. And even if it's not the mark of the beast... It sounds an awful lot like it. <laughs> so why would I even go like, down that road? It sounds like, too, somebody's wanting to really control you. 
Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Well, I mean, you know, we're heading for... I'm not going to get into it too much here, but... I mean, a lot of people can look at what's going on in the United States alone and say that we're headed for an economic reset yes. of some point. Yes. At some point. And when we do, you're probably going to deal with digital currency. And when that happens, that's when I look for the mark of the beast. Yes. Because at that point, they will say things like you won't be able to buy or sell. Mm -hmm. You won't be able to go and, you know, so I saw something. Controlling. A document. Oh, absolutely. But I saw like a uh, something on the, I forget where I saw that, but it kind of shook me. Says, they said that when, at some point when you walk into a supermarket, there won't be food that you can pick up off of a shelf. You'll have to scan your hand over every food product. And it will then be registered someplace else. And then, then they will put it together. And then at the end, you will come and pick up your food. But if you don't have that chip in your hand, you won't be able to buy anything. And you won't be able to steal it off the shelves. So that's that should wake some people up. Yes. I'm not saying go to the extreme. I'm not saying do things that that you can't do but if you can even if all you can do is take a couple cans buy a couple extra cans of food and put it away every week that's better than nothing yes don't rely on this system because this system is not looking good no i mean you know people are think, saying well meat prices are going down they're not really it's just people are the farmers are culling and so the market is overflowing with certain meats, like red meat specifically, um, you know, cows. But once it's gone, then those prices will skyrocket again. And the whole point of all of it is, is to control us. It's all control. Continuing on, you know, we have to stand firm. Yes. Hang your hope on that. As long as I can stand firm, I'm going to be saved. Yes. From what's from the worst of what's coming. And of course it talks about the gospel being preached to the whole world. We're, we're living in that age. Well, this word going out right now is going out to the whole world. Right. I mean, I know, and I know that there are some people that are out there trying to just make sure they've reached everybody. There's a big effort going out to make that happen. So, yeah, even right now, this podcast has a big audience over in uh, Spain, is it, Misty? Belgium, Belgium. Spain. <laughs> um, a couple of different places. Africa. Yeah, we're in, we've got some people in Africa. Hello, Africa. Hey. <laughs> Hello, Philippines. Hey. Um, I forget where else we're at, but we're several at places. A lot in yeah. uh, in Europe, and then it says after all that, then we uh, we will enter the great tribulation. I don't know about you, but it seems like to me all the requirements for the great tribulation have been pretty much fulfilled anybody that has the Holy Spirit within them can feel that Jesus is coming soon mm -hmm. Amen. what are some things that we can do to ground ourselves in God well if you don't know him you better be running to the mercy seat right I mean, remember God is in control mm -hmm. if you're not experiencing that hope right now if you're a Christian and all you feel right now is anxiety and worry. Oh my. And you just don't know what what end is up. First of all, read your Bible. There's a lot of really good... I know Revelation can be a hard book to understand. There's a lot of good teaching online. 
as long as you test it with the Holy Spirit. Yes. It starts getting to know God on a personal level. Yes. If you don't already. His name is Elohim, but when you get a relationship with him, he's then what, Misty? Jehovah Elohim mm-hmm. to you. Well, and to me, he's dad. Yes, he's <laughs> Papa. Papa God. He is Papa God. That's right, Papa God. Get in your word. Become knowledgeable of the word, especially at the end time, if you're fearful of all this end times stuff that's going on. Ground yourself in the word. What did I say the first thing, Misty? Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you in all what? Joy and peace. But can you can you think of any other advice to help people find their the peace and you hope said in the all. Lord? They've got to get in the Word of God. They've got to put their trust in God or faith in Him. And they got to believe. They've got to believe what they're hoping for is real. Right. And they've got to stand and keep standing no matter what stand they see. Stand and keep standing. No matter what they and see. Guard yourself yes. from this world. All this immorality that's going on right now. All these things, don't allow that into your heart. Cover yourself with the blood of the Lamb of God. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you got to anoint, anoint the doorpost, do it, you know? Yeah, whatever you got to do. Do what you got to do. But consider your home sacred for God. Yes. And that means if something is blatantly not of God, I'll give you an example. Um, before I came here today to record this very podcast, a message popped up on my YouTube notification, a particular channel that I subscribe to. And so a thing came on there, and it was seven strangers and one guy. And the question is, should I tell my wife that I'm gay? And as soon as that started going on, I was like, I'm not giving this a voice. No. I'm not. Uh, I'm just going to cut it off right here, right now. Be a gatekeeper yes. for your home, for your mind, for your your eyes and your ears. Right. And you know, Misty, there are spirits out there. Mm-hmm. And we've got, to, we've got to always be alert and on top of our game. You know, if we detect, if we discern something ain't right, it's probably not right. <laughs> and you need to get on top of it right then and there. Address and deal with it. See, that's the problem. People get desensitized. Yes. Okay? If you were, to, if I were to bring somebody right now from the 1950s, mm. set them in front of a TV, and let them watch it, they would hit the floor. Yeah. We have been desensitized. Yes. We've been told that things are okay, and they're not. not. If you have a question about whether something is okay... Uh, here's a here's an idea. Go to the Word of God, mm-hmm. because it pretty much covers everything. Yes, it does. And if it, if you don't find it there, go to God directly. Yes. First of all, if it ain't in the Word of God, and you're trying to tell me something, and I don't see it and don't know it's in the Word of God, you better be able to show me. That's it. That's what I tell you. Don't believe a word that comes out of anybody's yeah. mouth, including ours. Test it. Yes. Test it with the Holy Spirit. Test it with the Word of God. If it doesn't match up, Mm-mm. then then it's don't then, then yeah. kick it to the curb. Ooh. But I mean things like I'll just throw this out there. Pornography. Oh my. 
pornography. People have have been desensitized to that, yeah. and they seem to think that somehow that's acceptable. That's part. Even if you're if you're a married man, or a married woman, or unmarried, that it's okay. It's not. No. The Word of God tells you yes, that it's not. not. <laughs> it's not. And I'm telling you as well, if you are using that kind of thing, then you are opening yourself up. Wide open. To <laughs> seductive spirits. Yes. And all kinds of stuff that from the that is demonic. Yes. Because it is vagrantly fl- uh, flying in the face of God. If you are a Christian man or a Christian woman right now, and you watch pornography, or you have anything pornographic in your home, may I strongly encourage you to get it out. You know, Misty, these spirits are just not just showing up now. They've been around for a long time. And that's just one example. Yeah. Okay? I could sit here and list off 20 more. Mm-hmm. That you, know, you be a gatekeeper. Yes. Know what the word of God says and and stick to it. Because otherwise, every time you do something like that, you open the door. It's like, would you go to bed at night with your door wide open? Yeah. No, of course you wouldn't. So I why mean, are you... A, you have a spiritual world. You wouldn't leave your physical door open. No. And you would leave... If you leave your spiritual door open... Well, honey... You shouldn't even leave your curtains open at night. I mean, for people can see everything you're I'm doing. I'm not saying being fearful. I'm saying be a gatekeeper. Yeah. Be protective. Yeah. The word says guard your eyes and ears. Amen. Well, if the, if the enemy breaks in and and, and deal and takes everything you got, including your life, whose fault is it in the end? And the other thing is, if you're someone who is in who's struggling to find hope, especially if you're a believer, and you're absorbed with the news, let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff that comes across the news that aren't fit to be yes. in a home. Yes. Maybe you need to get away from it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying be blind. Go check the headlines of the day or whatever. That's what I do, just to stay on top of things. Yes. So we're not supposed to be ignorant. But to just sit there and watch hours and hours and hours of doom and gloom and death and this riot going on and that riot going on and all this other stuff, you know, uh, all the stuff that's going on, people outraged about this and outraged about that. Maybe you need to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a suggestion. You do Let you. God of hope fill you with joy and peace instead. You do you, boo, Amen. but that, that's just my advice. <laughs> Alright, well we just thank you and uh, just so grateful that, that you're listening right now. Um, we would encourage you, if you're listening on YouTube, please leave a comment. We just love that. Even though I'm on other sites, um, the only site that Mom sees pretty much is YouTube. So if you want to say hello, Pastor Glenda, or ask her a question or anything, that's a place to go. If you want to make a prayer request or, at, you know, just... Anything else? We have the uh, we're on the we have a website, the Father's House B O C dot com. You can go on there. You can you can contact us. There's also an option on there if you want to donate to the church. Like I said, we're part of the Father's House Church. If you want to leave a tither and offering either to the church or to this part of the ministry, you're more than welcome to do that. If you only if you feel led to do so by God. 
If not, don't worry about it. We're going to do this regardless of who contributes or doesn't contribute. Um, that's more between you and God. And if you're if you're actively giving to your local church, then you know then that's fine too. All right. Do you have anything else to add, Pastor? No, just that my heart goes out to people, Misty. You know that. And my heart cries that the people get themselves straightened out, turned around quick, because I believe with all my heart now, and I believe the Lord is telling me we don't have the time to waste no more. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, guys, we will see you back here next Tuesday. Yes. God bless you and keep you. Remember to be a gatekeeper for your home. Really start taking a look at what's going on in your house. And, Stay alert. And going, you're allowing yes. to go into your, be, be alert. That's it. That's yes. perfect the way you just said that, Mom. Stay alert. Be alert. All right, guys. God bless you, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Amen. Um,